What happens when a web application you depend on goes offline? It can be inconvenient, disappointing, and potentially cause serious problems for you. But what if you find out that the web application wasn't working by design because it was down for maintenance? That only makes the situation worse. Your customers expect your application to be operational when they need it, not when you find it convenient. Maintenance windows impose your schedule on your customers and can negatively impact their experience. And there is no reason for it. A well-designed, well-operated, modern web application never, ever has to be down for scheduled maintenance. In this episode, we'll discuss why maintenance windows are a thing of the past. Are you ready? Let's go. This is the Modern Digital Business Podcast, the technical leader's guide to modernizing your applications and digital business. Whether you're a business technology leader or a small business innovator, keeping up with the digital business revolution is a must. Here to help make it easier with actionable insights and recommendations, as well as thoughtful interviews with industry experts, Lee Acheson. Several years ago, I purchased a digital smart thermostat for my home. I wanted to be able to set the temperature remotely and check on it when I wasn't at home. Basic requirements of a smart thermostat nowadays. I set it up and connected it to the manufacturer's cloud backend. All was fine, or so I thought. A couple of weeks later, I received an email from the manufacturer about the upcoming upgrade of their backend cloud service. During the time of the upgrade, which was going to last for several months. The company would be bringing down its applications for, quote, many hours at a time, and would do so at, quote, various times during the day. They wouldn't commit to specific days and times, just that they would be bringing the system down for a while, seemingly randomly, many times over the next several months. The company, of course, apologized in advance for the inconvenience. Yeah, right. What was that all about? At seemingly random times, my thermostat would stop working for many hours at a time, and this would go on for months? I don't think so. The very next day, I replaced the thermostat with one from another company. I threw out the old one and wrote them a scathing negative review. There is no way I would deal with that level of bad service. Availability matters. Let's look at another example. In order to receive certain disability benefits that he's eligible for, my son has to report his income to the U.S. government. To do that, he uses an application on his cell phone. Once a month, he logs into the application to report his income for the previous month. This iPhone application, however, has a major problem with it. When you launch the application at the wrong time of the day, it shows you a message. The message says, this application only works between the hours of 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Huh? What is that? That's right. This online SaaS-based web application only operates during quote, normal business hours. This 
obviously makes the application very hard to use. Why would they restrict the hours that you'd use an application like this? As a government institution, they undoubtedly figured they didn't want to let the application run when nobody was in the office to support it. After all, how could they possibly fix anything that went wrong if they weren't in the office? Availability matters. These two stories are extreme examples, but they represent examples of a common problem in many online applications. The companies operating the applications create maintenance windows, periods of time where they regularly bring the application offline in order to perform routine maintenance and upgrades. Once defined, they treat these windows like they are free downtime periods. They feel they are free to bring their applications down and work on them without it counting as downtime. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. Downtime is downtime. Whether it's planned and expected or unplanned and unexpected, if your customers want to use your application and the application is not available for any reason, it's downtime. You cannot operate a modern, digital, online application or service without maintaining a high level of availability. When your customers want to use your service, they expect your service will be operational. They do not care about maintenance schedules. They do not tolerate downtime. They use your application when it's convenient for them, not when it's convenient for you. It's bad enough when a real application failure causes your availability to suffer. But planning on having downtime in the form of a maintenance window is just formalizing customer dissatisfaction. In these modern times, with the tools and services that are available for modern cloud-native application development, there is simply no reason why a digital application should require any sort of downtime at all for any maintenance or upgrade. In today's world, it's unnecessary. From a customer's point of view, it is unacceptable. Almost any upgrade can be made live without any downtime. Even upgrades that require database schema changes and other data migration tasks can be implemented without requiring any downtime. Maintenance tasks can be performed while the application continues to operate. There's no longer any valid reason for you to plan on bringing your modern application down. And if your application does require maintenance windows due to some historical architectural issue with your application, then you should treat this as what it is, a serious problem. This is technical debt imposed on your application that is costing your company money. Your customers don't care why your application is down. They just care that it is down. As your application grows and expands, it will be harder to justify having a regular downtime window. Customer usage patterns expand, and customers expect the application to operate at all times of the day and night. Additionally, building systems and processes for your development organization that don't require the use of maintenance windows encourages them to adhere to deployment and operational best practices. 
You see, we developers tend to get lazy when we act like we know we have maintenance windows available for our use. Designing and implementing changes that don't require a maintenance window requires additional time and thought, which encourages better attention to detail and to best practices. When developers are required to think about the operational impact of a change, they tend to produce fewer operational problems than when they simply throw it into production and not consider the ramifications. When you depend on maintenance windows, ultimately, overall quality and availability suffers. Even if you currently have easily identifiable low usage times during which you feel you can afford to bring your application down, that doesn't mean that those same low usage times will be available to you as you expand and grow. International expansion, product set expansion, customer base expansion can all contribute to increased need for 24 by 7 availability. A previous client of mine regularly scheduled a two-hour maintenance window each week so they could perform upgrades and data adjustments while allowing them to keep operating normally the rest of the time. The problem is the maintenance window is by itself a major hit to their availability. A two-hour maintenance window means that the greatest availability they can offer their customers was 98.8%. By definition, you will not be able to operate greater than 98.8% of the time. By comparison to other online applications, 98.8% is a horrible statistic. For example, the Amazon S3 service guarantees 99.99% service availability. Their data integrity SLA is even higher than that. This guarantee amounts to a maximum of 61 seconds of downtime each week. In order for S3 to make this SLA consistently, they can never plan to have any downtime for any maintenance ever. Any outage at all will cause them to fail their contracted SLA. And they back up their SLA policy with money. If Amazon S3 is down just a mere 4.3 minutes in any given month, then AWS will refund 10% of everyone's storage costs for the entire month. As you can imagine, this would be a significant amount of revenue loss for Amazon. And it's not just S3. It's a mindset across all of AWS and across all of Amazon. This commitment is ingrained in the minds of every engineer that works at Amazon. You build everything so that no downtime is ever needed. No matter what the change to the system involves, no downtime ever. Yes, 99.99% is a high level of availability to guarantee. And not every company needs that level for their business to thrive. But even at a lower percentage of availability, there's no room for planned maintenance windows. 99% availability means 1.6 hours per week of maximum downtime. 99.9% availability, which is pretty reasonable, means 10 minutes per week of maximum downtime. And 99.99% availability means less than 61 seconds per week 
of maximum downtime. Even at these lower availability levels, a planned two-hour maintenance window each week means your application will always, always fail its SLA. Now, some companies don't count planned downtime as official downtime, but you can bet that your customers do. And isn't that what really matters? Thank you for tuning in to Modern Digital Business. This podcast exists because of the support of you, my listeners. If you enjoy what you hear, will you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or directly on our website at mdb.fm slash reviews. If you'd like to suggest a topic for an episode or you're interested in becoming a guest, please contact me directly by sending me a message at mdb.fm slash contact. And if you'd like to record a quick question or comment, click the microphone icon in the lower right-hand corner of our website. Your recording might be featured on a future episode. Make sure you get every new episode when they become available. Click subscribe in your favorite podcast player or check out our website at mdb.fm. If you want to learn more from me, then check out one of my books, courses, or articles by going to leeatchison.com. And all of these links are included in the show notes. Thank you for listening and welcome to the world of the modern digital business. and Ken Gervonovich, my co-author on the book, Business Breakthrough 3.0. I think you're going to love this book. If you've wondered how your subconscious mind is like your business, this book is for you. Ken, what do you think? Yes, I think the subconscious mind, because again, businesses are simply a collection of people. But how do you get that enterprise agility? How do you get that spark factor that takes a company from 300 to 500 million? How do you build something from, you know, you and I are putting our desk together to 200 million? There's absolutely five distinct processes. But Lee, I almost think about it, the simpler part is, um, you know, it's really that kind of the, the definitive guide, at least that's our hope, right? For overcoming entrenched patterns and building a highly profitable business that most importantly attracts and retains people who truly love their job. It's coming out on Amazon and all of the major platforms that where you can buy business and technical books. It's coming out in hardcover, softcover, Kindle, ebook format, and it's coming out on Audible and on iTunes. So you'll have no excuse not to read, listen, or, or otherwise consume this book. Yes, and um, the exciting part again is we're hoping that this will have a huge impact. We've already got some great feedback from early readers. And once again, the book is Business Breakthrough 3.0 by Ken Gavranovich and Lee Atchison. Hope you enjoy.